And now, a Blaze Media Podcast. Welcome to it. This particular Blaze Media Podcast is Chewing the Fat with uh, yours truly, Jeff Fisher. Executive producer, uh, Chris Cruz, uh, on the broadcast as well. And he... Apparently there's an audience for Chris Cruz. I didn't realize he brought an audience with him. Uh, This is for... This particular story is directed... Wow, he does bring an audience with him. Thank you. That's very nice. Yes, thank you. Bring me my fresh Coca-Cola Zero. Thank you. I appreciate it. No, uh, my Coca-Cola Zero was delivered late. Supposed to have been here prior to the start of the show. Very disappointing. It's tough to find good help. This one is uh, directed uh, directly at you and for you, Chris Cruz. Uh, frozen berries, a nationwide recall. Nationwide recall going on right now, uh, specifically because these products were sold at Aldi. And I know that's where you shop. I do. I love me the Aldi. Yeah. Uh, frozen berries uh, recalled uh, nationwide. Possible hepatitis A contamination. Hey, it comes with it. You already know. You, you're buying the frozen strawberry for... <laughs> 20 cents on the ah. dollar. You know they're infected with ah, something. You might, get it. you might get hepatitis A. Just you roll the not. dice. Roll you the dice not. and go for it. You got it for 50% so off. It's, an, it's, an invol- it's, it's, it's a voluntary recall, of course, out of, a, an, abundance of, of an abundance of caution. I'm sorry. That's not a voluntary. They have a possible hepatitis. I know. That's a voluntary. Like I mean, that's like they mandatory. tested positive for hepatitis A during a government sampling program. So all these... Uh, all these recalls that are uh, voluntary, those are the ones that are like, look. And I wonder what the, I don't know why it's what what the difference is, unless it's just wording. Because if the government says there's a man, must, they must charge the company's money if the government does it. Yeah, I don't know. I, I we have to find yeah. that out. Okay, we put the, we, we have to find out what the difference is because right the the government tests it and says, woo. You uh, hepatitis. Have hepatitis. Uh, we're going to issue a recall, and if I'm a company, Aldi, uh, and I say, uh, uh, "Well, hey, um, how about we just do the recall ourselves? It's a voluntary recall, out of an abundance of caution, of course." Why? What makes the government say mandatory? Sure, no problem. Yeah. Or what makes the government go? Nope, we're going to do it ourselves. So, would you like me to contact the CDC? Yes. And get someone yeah, from the let's CDC. do that. Okay, yeah, that's fine. Yeah, I'd like to know what the difference yeah. is. Because is, is the difference, like, is the government guy going, you know, for an extra five grand, you can make this voluntary, and I'm See, out of here. The CDC will not say yes to and those kind of, of interviews. <laughs> you can't be doing that. Look, this is what we do here at Turn of Fast, reading between the lines. And reading between the lines, to me, on these stories, means that somebody's getting a bribe going from either voluntary or mandatory. Just what I see between the lines.
So we have a chicken recall as well. Uh, 2,000 pounds of meat recalled. Now, this is kind of a silly recall. Nothing is sacred anymore. I know. And this- Seriously. And this show, I think, is the only show in America <laughs> that opens I mean, with recalls. It's an, look, it's a... It, I'm doing it out of an abundance of oh, caution no, it's a, it's and P- safety it's a for America. PSA. It's a PSA, yes. Thank you. But like, we should not be doing PSA recalls every week, multiple times a week. I know. Like, can we get this under control? We have to get it under control. Like, wash your crap. Well, no, we don't. We want you to wash your crap off. Yes, we, wash your crap off. Don't yeah. wash it on. Wash it Thank off. You. Yes. Now, this recall, though, isn't, isn't about the product being bad. Oh, oh, right? okay. This recall is, we forgot to tell people it contained wheat. <laughs> okay. And that happens, like, what does it mean? Like, Okay. Oh, I could be allergic to wheat, and people could, could have allergic reactions. Oh, my gosh. Stop being a Cause snowflake. hives and stomach aches and it's various other wheat. symptoms. It's not salmonella or hepatitis. But actually, now, I want to I rubber. <laughs> Or metal. Metal shavings. Like, it's not that. It's not that. But what it is, is it actually, like, if this was had something in it that uh, my wife couldn't eat, which is almost everything. Yeah, your wife, I don't even know how your wife is alive. drop over. I don't know how your wife is alive. Let's have a piece of chicken. Oh, my God. Did this have a little honey in it? Dead. It didn't say so on the package. Dead. And then you sue. So that's what I mean. And then you sue. See, so there's no need for the recall. That's what I'm saying. You no look, need, you're looking at this the wrong right, way. There's no need you're looking at this the wrong way. You know, you have to always look at the other way. <laughs> so now, cut that. Just cut that out. Don't I'll even, delete I, it. Yeah, yeah, just, I got you. We yeah. don't even want that mm-hmm. on. So well, how about, welcome to Chewing the Fat, by the way. I appreciate you along for the ride today. You know, I read this story and I find myself saying, I want to do that. I'm in 100%. And then you get down to the bottom and you go, well. Don't bog me down with facts. Yeah, then you get bogged down with facts. And you get bogged down with facts from our boy uh, at uh, Diamond Physicians, uh, Dr. James Pickney, who we've had on uh, here at the show, who uh, uh, is on the uh, Chasing the Cure. He says, we don't have any long-term evidence-based studies to correlate whatever uh, biohacking techniques people are using to prolong or extend life yet so he bogs us down with facts but what's the story but though when you read the story you go yeah i'm in i mean what's the story so a a texas billionaire uh he's between he lives between dallas and austin and he's you know he's that's a big place to cover it's a big place to cover he lives he's got a, he's got a little he's got a hallway it's a long oh, straight okay. hallway <laughs> that's a he has a he has a golf cart and a train and uh, it takes it back and forth. That's like you know. a six-hour drive. Yeah, well, not, not, not when you have a speed no, train no, in the hallway. Yeah, okay, yeah, okay, you want to watch TV, three hours later you're watching it down down the hallway. Uh, Ari Arastagar uh, goes to bed in special clothing Okay. on a temperature-regulated bed. Uh-huh. He has a, this metallic mechanism inside of it that helps flush lactic acid and eliminate inflammation. Okay. He also wears a mask. Orange glasses that illuminate the light so I don't disrupt the uh, REM sleep, the yeah. cardiac rhythm. Yeah. Uh, during the day, he takes nearly 150 vitamized vitamins customized to his current needs by his doctor. He gets his blood tested monthly. He has a $15,000 vapor machine that's supposed to reduce stress and another $15,000 machine designed to 
calm his brain two hours before bedtime. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, he mm-hmm. claims it's paying off for him. It's healthier than ever. Okay. Uh, it's all part of biohacking that's biohacking. intended to extend life. Okay. How old is he? Uh, he's 37, but he says that his... Uh, Body 16? Four. Oh, baby. At yeah, he said his biological age is four. So he, uh, he feels like a four-year-old. No. No? His body. His body feels. His body is a, uh, the body of a four-year-old. The inside. The inside the, of, of how healthy you know? he is. Yes. He's a four-year-old. Yes. So that means like the common flu would just send and him this back. Is, and this is where we get, this is where we, Dr. James Pickney comes in from Diamond and Physician. Bogs him down with We facts. don't have any long-term evidence-based studies on uh, correlate uh, whatever biohacking techniques people are using to prolong or extend life. So you go ahead and do what you're going to do, but. You keep wasting your proven. $15, 15000 yeah. you know, dollars every time you buy a new that's a cool I that's mean, a very interesting way of living though he includes a he has a hyperbaric chamber too uh he meditates of course you have to meditate well, you can't uh, no, no. You can't be what are you doing that's effective. part of the equation and of course well, yeah this of is course. A, a, a one more thing that you have to do and, we, and i think we should start we should start offering this service is uh have a life coach Ooh. And I think chewing the fat should be a, should offer life coach uh, Jeffy, services. You're like 300 years old. You've gone through three different life cycles. I, I believe. I you believe, know what life I, is. I, I should be giving life advice. Absolutely. Life advice. So if you call the CTF hotline. Yes, you can call at, the CTF uh, at 214 735 9356. 214 735 9356. That's the CTF hotline. Uh, you know, we take looks. So you leave messages and tell us what you want, but uh, we have the. We have the dating app up and running, although it's not an app, it's just a phone this line. It's a phone line, yeah. Or you can, you know. Hey, that's and, a, that's a good old 900 numbers. And it, and it taps in, and if you want, then you can just email me at chewingthefatattheblaze.com and we'll hook you up, which has already been happening. We're going to report on that uh, uh, tomorrow. I'll give you a little update on uh, the, the CTF dating app. But now we're also the CTF life coaching uh, advice. Absolutely. Uh, so I'm here for you if you need some life coaching advice. And, if, you know, if you're listening to the show live, uh, 888-900-3393. That's not possible. You just call right in and I'll give That's you, I'm possible. here for Did you. Did you get in contact life. with this millionaire to make that possible? Now, the data claims that my boy is going to live to over 120 years old. I do believe that. With the biohacking. With, with uh, the, yeah, because if he's life. taking vitamins and purifiers right. and there's a special room yeah. and there's blood tests he's meditating, and meditating chamber. I really want chamber. I really want a hyperbaric um, what's chamber. the last thing you said there I oh life coach come on a, a life coach chamber. will get you to 80 automatic the rest of it is just a cherry on top now that all sounds good right and you, and you say that and you say yes. that hey, hey. but uh, don't bog me down with facts no this isn't even a fact oh okay <laughs> I mean this is between the lines <laughs> Oh, we're still okay. reading between the lines. Uh, this, well, yeah, I'm not. No. Facts are, are James Pickney, the doctor, <laughs> the actual medical physician. Oh, he gives us the facts. He gave us facts. We gives us the between I'm the lines. I'm giving between the lines, and I'm just, saying, I'm just saying that our man here, uh, Ari Rostegar, uh, the builder who has a yeah. home between Dallas and Austin. It's a big hallway. Huge home. Yeah. Uh, he's building, and he's building another huge tower here in Dallas. Oh, this he year. is? Yeah, another $100 mm. million dollar deal here wow. in Dallas. Fascinating. Is he, does he uh, do the, the, the Elon Musk tunnel? 26-story residential tower. Oof. I think it's going to be tied into his house. So oh, he can so just he can go just between go the between buildings building and the house and then in Austin. Austin. Yeah. That's a good deal. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it gives him time to take his vitamins on the way. Absolutely. But uh, 
let's say Ari is doing all this and he's got the got the biological age of a four-year-old like he claims and then he gets hit by a bus tomorrow what uh how's that 120 looking that four-year-old man oof right now how's that, how's that, how's does that, this give him super strength i don't think so oh then he does not look like a super strength kind of guy oh then he's screwed i don't know could be you never know superheroes you never know they go inside of a phone booth and they come out they've got extra strength you never that know. is true he could be one of those yep plus he takes a pill I mean, you, maybe there's a pill that makes your skin stronger i'm all for that yeah you don't like i'm all for that. i mean we knew that there was for uh, uh underdog Absolutely. Underdog yeah. took a pill. Yeah. He was a Done. superhero. He was just a everyday dog mm-hmm. until mm-hmm. somebody needed help. Mm-hmm. Popped the pill. He's flying around. So maybe that's what Ari's hoping for. Popping a pill, flying around. Okay, normally... I break into a story. I'm not concerned about getting in trouble over it. What's going to happen? This story. I don't like this I'm already. I'm questioning whether I should do it or not. See, here's the thing, Jeffy. You're very um, straight up forward person. I know. So and you, I know. There's nothing sacred to me. No. Really. Absolutely. When yes. we're doing the show, nothing sacred. Yes. I, don't look at me like there's always something sacred. No, absolutely not. Absolutely. I know there's always something sacred, but in comedy and Really, in just day-to-day living, there's nothing. Well, it's like the picture I sent you yesterday. Do you remember I texted you a picture about the Twin Towers? Yes. That was hilarious. But, see, that's just between you and me. I know. But they had to take it down and apologize for that picture. Oh, my gosh. And they fired the comedian that wrote it, by the way. Really? Yes. It became a big deal. And they had to change their Twitter handle. And they had to put more disclosures on their Twitter handle. Get out of here. Hold on. There we go. Yep. Seriously? Absolutely. They had to change everything because of that one tweet that I screenshot. I knew it was going to get. As soon as I saw that tweet, I was like, they're going to get in trouble and their Twitter is going to get shut down. It didn't get shut down, but they had to rearrange their Twitter around and change some things around. Wow. Yeah, so I saw it. And I thought, okay, uh, you know, it's kind of funny. It's it, you know, it's just a it's, look. Am I going to get offended by it? No way. So it's talking. It, now, if I'm National Geographic, I'm a little mad, even though it's a parody account. I get it. Yeah, and parody has a very uh, a very wide range. Yes, it does. Which is good. It looks like it's a cover of a National Geographic. He's got the National Geographic logo there, and it's. The title is Gender Reveal Parties Gone Wrong. And I like it. The O's in Gone and Wrong are the uh, uh, gender O's with the arrows. I like it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, Gender Reveal Parties Gone Wrong. By the way, let's talk about those Gender Reveal Parties for just a side, just on a side note. Enough. We have a plane crash, which is why he got this idea but from. The picture is the Twin Towers. We have obviously before they fell. And... Uh, but after they'd been hit, so there's, you know, the whole smoke thing. Yeah, and the whole smoke. And thing there's pink out. smoke coming out of the towers. There is pink smoke. There is pink smoke. So they're saying that if it's white smoke, you know that the pope was picked. The pope was picked. But if there's pink, pink, 
means it's that a girl. it's a girl. And holy cow, I mean, in today's world, why does that mean it's a girl? You bastards. Right? But that's the way it is. Now, you're telling me that people, of course, got all butthurt. Yep. Okay. Go ahead. And the employee who posted this image has been fired. Who is it for? What do you the mean? The employee. Who is it for? The people that run this account. Because according to them, uh, the guy goes, I'm a comedian who pushes. So this company, this parody company that, you know, takes out all these parodies uh, pictures says, we fired the, the employee that who posted this picture. We agreed to release his statement of as well as the original picture, which we disavow. The statement from the guy that posted the picture says, I'm a comedian who pushes boundaries. I sometimes miss. If you go through my 10 years of comedy, most of it is bad. You're going to find a lot of bad misses. I'm happy to apologize to anyone who actually offended by anything I've said. My intention is never to hurt anyone. I mean, how long is this freaking apology? It was I just a try- comedy bit. It was just a picture. But I'm trying to be the best comedian I can be, and sometimes that requires risks. Then why are you apologizing with this letter that's written in eight pages? Now, this is a parody account. Oh, sorry. This is a parody account. This could be a, a, a parody of we fired the comedian that did this. I hope that's true. I hope it's true. In today's but world, I doubt it. I Exactly. Exactly. If, if it was a parody of him getting fired, I feel like there wouldn't have been an eight-page apology. It's only a... It would have been one, more... It would have been more... Two, uh, don't worry, we fired him. It's a five-sentence parody. Don't worry, we fired him for him for you and be done with it. It's a five, Instead of the eight-page apology. No, it's it a five-sentence. Oh, my God. I stopped listening sentence. after the first sentence. It's five sentence. I could, I, seriously, I stopped listening. It was so long. It was yeah, someone walked in in their studio. Oh, That's not important, though, don't. Yeah, someone walked in the studio. You turn off your microphone, and I was talking by myself. I was listening. Uh, were you But now? I stopped listening because you it was so listening. long. It was agonizing. <laughs> It's never freaking ending this thing. All right, what's your story then? <laughs> but it's stupid though. To, if, if someone did get fired for that, like, come on, your parody account, and they had to change the parody because the parody account was um, get Disney Plus. That was the parody account, but now they put get Disney Prime, Disney Prime Video, Disney Prime Video. Huh. So they had to change everything completely. Weird. Yeah. Oh, and they had to put like we are in no way affiliated with Disney. Well, we know that. But but see, in today you don't, right? You got yeah, you don't. No, you yeah. don't. It could be. Yeah. Okay. And then, by the way, this was created when Disney launched the twelve. Thirty-four thousand followers already. That's because they think it's Disney. See, yes. now they won't. Now they're going to lose followers. Absolutely. Because they they lied to the people. This freaking that's a funny scam. So congratulations are in order to a. Uh, Asheville, North Carolina resident. She, uh, Madeline Delp, uh, is on a mission to break stereotypes, which is why she entered and competed in the Miss North Carolina USA pageant. Uh, she didn't take home the crown last weekend. She placed in the top 10, scored the Miss Congeniality title, uh, which she says might be even greater. Eh, I feel like that's what you say when you when it isn't. But she is uh, handicapped. I know, but she was in the Miss North Carolina USA pageant 
and she's handicapped in a wheelchair. Yes, tonight we're bringing you Miss North Carolina USA pageant. Girls, walk on out here. I accept uh, Madeline, Madeline, no, ro- roll on out here, Madeline. No, 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 no. I mean, uh, just come on out here, all of you. Come on out here. Wow, stand up, take a bow. I mean, everybody stand up for Madeline. Everybody stand up for Madeline. I mean, okay. Why Graham, you? state senator's here. Chuck, stand up. Chuck, oh, good boy. to see you. Oh, no. Oh, God love you. Oh, what no. am I talking oh, about? What am I talking about? I tell you what, you're oh, making everybody else stand up, though, right. pal. He handled it great. Thank I you love very, him very much. That's what Joe was doing. I tell you what, stand up for Chuck. Yeah, thank you. Joe was, Joe was still okay there. And I hope the person that didn't tell him that got fired. That's a, that's one of my favorite things from Joe Biden ever. Oh, God love you. Wow, nobody told me you're in a wheelchair. Oof, Madeline. Madeline, stand up for Madeline. Oh, God love you. I mean, okay, so she's handicapped. She's been she's been handicapped since she was ten. She was in a you know bad accident in a coma. The story is a, completely you know it's a, it's a sad story yet it's happy because she's overcome this right. But she's still in a wheelchair, and she's in a beauty contest. But is, is it a beauty contest or is it just the Miss North Carolina U.S. is the Miss Car- Miss North Carolina. So we so have Miss Carolina. So we've got we've been skinny shamed. They can't be too skinny now. Yes. Most of the pageants can't have a swimsuit edition. Absolutely. The no. picture of Miss Delp here in her wheelchair with the, her Asheville little sachet, sachet. on uh, is in a, is in a wheelchair. Uh, yeah. Yeah, and she's also in a bikini. Oh, hello. So two piece uh, bikini. It is. Hmm. Now, uh, now, so we've got overweight people. We have to plus size. Stop it. We have to accept. Stop it. Plus size. Yeah, that's what I said. Overweight. Yeah, people. plus size. And what's now? Now we have the the handicapped. Yes. Handicapable, whatever we're supposed to call them. No handicap. Now, are we going to have this identified? Care- careful. Careful. Be careful. Really back. I don't know. What are you going to say? I mean, say? is Miss is Miss North Carolina going to have to uh, let the transgenders in? Oh, absolutely. That's already a thing. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Uh, I, are we? We really want the. I, I know we're supposed to really be happy about this and everything. Careful, Jeff. I know we're really supposed to be happy about this and everything, but you know, isn't there another? pageant that she could be involved with like the olympics that like the olympics have two different categories yes okay let's do that okay hey, okay it's another pageant that could she could be involved in that see this is where I'm going. i i i, I <laughs> i mean i feel like but without the music, I get myself into trouble. With the music, it makes me feel like I can say anything, right? Madeline Dell, come on down. No, you didn't win. Darn it. Wish we had another handicapable person. To, you're the only one. The first one. Come on down. Everybody in North Carolina said you're beautiful. You're beautiful. Sure, we got pictures of you with your legs crossed and you can't cross your legs really. Plus the wheelchair. 
Can somebody get Matt a little help on the wheelchair? The wheelchair that they're doing on stage. Is it looks like it's got little PVC piping uh, extensions for the front wheels, so you know she can sit more upright and straight, and the legs are out more. So it's it's runway it's runway capable. There's a million dollar idea right there. We start selling wheelchairs that are runway capable. Uh, that's another million dollar idea for I you know I, I give and I give and I give because I have a feeling that you know would you, you you want something better than PVC piping? And are there rules? Can you have a wheelchair that's too blinged out for the for the pageant? Like, shh, you see all those diamonds on that wheelchair? She just wants to look better, bitch. I mean, I gonna, are we going to have someone sabotage her wheelchair? One of the other pageant girls? I mean, I, no, no, I'm just asking questions here. I'm not saying it's supposed to happen. I'm just asking questions. What happens if... The brakes don't work. What happens? And she, you know, rolls off the into the judges. Please, someone be recording. That's all I want. When it happens, I just want. To... I don't want it to happen to Madeline. Don't get me wrong. See, I knew I shouldn't have done this story. It's just congratulations to Madeline Delp. Gosh darn it, you're breaking down barriers, and good for you. I mean it. Good for you. A couple weeks ago, there was a special nationwide event to see a movie called Reliant or The Reliant uh, by Kevin Sorbo. And if you were one of the people that wandered around on that day and didn't realize you were supposed to go to that movie, (laughs) man, I don't want to say that you're stupid, but I mean, okay, you're not you're not bright, but we've given you a reprieve. We've got an opportunity for you to see the Reliant. A what? Again, a reprieve. What is that? We've given you a reprieve. That's a big word. Uh, well, I'm just letting is you know. Is that on the paper? That we're able to see the Reliant available on DVD the 3rd of December. Ooh, two days after my birthday. I know. And joining us to tell us about the movie is Kevin Sorbo himself, the man, Hercules, uh, the superstar, worldwide renowned, world-renowned superstar Kevin Sorbo. Kevin, how are you, my friend? I'm good, and I am the man. I'm not confused about that at all. I am the man. <laughs> I know. I know. I'm not doubting it. I'm not doubting it. I threw it out there for you. No problem. Uh, Thank you. What are you pulling? What, you know, aside from the Reliant, what are you pulling? You, how much? How much cash are you pulling in from Hercules these days? I mean, 176 uh, countries. I mean, you're still cashing checks from that thing. Well, you have to talk to Universal Studios about that because <laughs> they have a thing in Hollywood called the uh, Creative Accounting, and trust oh. me, it's. Uh, it's very well documented uh, that they have a way of uh, changing numbers, very interestingly. You know, wow. if you remember, Titanic, Titanic was the first movie to reach, uh, make a billion dollars back in, what, 1997, 98, yeah. somewhere in there? And Arnold Schwarzenegger gets up there to give the award to uh, James Cameron for either best director, best movie, whatever it was. And so in front of an audience of two billion people, he said, here's a movie even the studio won't be able to hide the profits in. And it got a very nervous laugh from all, of, all the uh, big shots in the first right. couple rows. Right. 
I thought that was pretty funny that he sort of busted them. Yeah. Um, I, remember, I remember golfing with the late James Garner is one of my favorites. I was just gonna. He, I was just gonna remind us, remind the audience about uh, the Rockford Files. I mean, he he won big for that. Oh yeah, but it took thirteen years. Wow. You know, if any any TV show makes it past the second season, it's making money. But they have a way of saying, oh, we, I know we ran it for 10 years, but we just didn't make any money. We just did it out of the goodness of our hearts because that's what we do here. <laughs> we're, we're, we're not a capitalist business at all. We don't care about making money here in the studios of Hollywood. We just care about breaking even and making right. people happy. Oh, it's just amazing. <laughs> just amazing. So the new movie, The Reliant, uh, is pretty relevant to what's happening in our world today. Uh, they're trying to take away our guns, and they're they're not even trying to hide it anymore. I mean, they're pretending like they're not saying what they're saying, and they're hiding it. But really, they're not hiding it. Uh, they want they no. want our guns. No, exactly. That's what it's all about. I mean, because they know if they're able to really make everybody turn their guns, and even all the bad guys and the gang members and stuff like that, they go, "Oh man, we got to turn our weapons now." What a drag! Right. <laughs> And, of course, you're going to do it. Uh, let's, let's look at 98% of shootings take place in gun-free zones, but let's not talk about that either. No, let's, let's not do that. that this movie deals with uh, it's the economic collapse of America. And uh, rioting takes place and looting takes place and a lot of angry people. Kind of sounds like what's going on right now, even though yes, we have does. the greatest stock market we've ever had. But anyway, um, it deals with everybody just shooting up everybody else. It's totally lawlessness and uh uh, a group of bad guys and thugs attack my home, and they start shooting at me. And well, lo and behold, even though we're a Christian family, we're a gun-toting family as well in pro-Second Amendment, and we start shooting back. And uh, that makes them think, wait a minute, they got guns too. That's not fair. Right. So, Funny how that happens. It's, it's, you know, it's really about the movie's got a lot of hope and, and redemption in there. It's about love, It's uh, but it's also about about family and how things do can tear, tear families apart. But, uh, you know, if there's a good, strong uh, faith and connection in that family, they get pulled back together again. So it came out uh, last week. It was a fathom event or two weeks ago. Now it's out on DVD December 3rd, and I hope people will check it out. They can go to thereliantmovie.com and get more information. So when you, when you make this, obviously when you, you, know, you write a book or you make a movie, it's, a, it's ahead of time. So you've got to kind of foresee uh, a little bit about uh, you know, what, what people are going to like in the future while you're making this in, in today. Uh, I mean, it's, were, you, were you thinking that, hey, we're going to get worse and worse down the road on uh, everyone trying to take, not everyone, I shouldn't say everyone, by uh, many people on that side of the aisle trying to take our guns and having it become worse and worse. And, I mean, the outlook is pretty dismal. Well, I mean, I, I think they should lead by example to start with. I mean, how many of those people, Nancy Pelosi on down, have uh, armed guards surrounding yeah. them wherever they go? They absolutely should lead by example and not have these gun-toting individuals, you know. But once again, it's a socialist uh, mantra, right? Uh, it sure is. We know it's best for everybody else, but we're going to live a capitalist lifestyle. We're yeah. going to drive nice cars and have walls around our homes and have security and uh, take beautiful trips. I mean, it's amazing to me that people, I mean, I, I've shot movies in Eastern, uh, the Eastern Bloc in Europe, and um, granted the communism wall fell down because of President Reagan, but you still... You, you see where all the money went during those 50 years of Soviet occupation. And, wow, all the buildings that are beautiful are the government building. Right. So, uh, it's, it's, you know, the hypocrisy is so blatant and obvious, yet people 
you know, they get they get stuck in this thing and they think, well, gosh darn it, socialism will work this time. They just never did it right before. Only 100 million people died in the last 100 years because of it. That's it, though. It'll, be, it'll, it'll get better. You know, the thing is, is it's going to be tough. I mean, you're going to need your faith and you're going to need to know what you believe in when they do come for your guns we saw it in action in new orleans in fact when they came and they rounded up your guns and they and many people haven't even had them returned yet and it was a matter of uh we're just here and we're taking your guns and you can't you know if you didn't know what was going on and you didn't know uh your rights and didn't have the faith you just handed them over it's a it's a scary time you've got to know where you stand um, yeah, well, the, the whole reason is, I mean, the, people are sort of ignorant about the whole Second Amendment anyway. The reason it was put in by our forefathers was to protect us against the tyrannical government. They saw what happened with Britain and uh, the evil empire back then, and uh, uh, they said, you know, that could very well happen here in America somewhere down the road. I mean, their their foresight was amazing, and it wasn't about hunting. It was about protecting yourself yeah. against the government that went crazy. I mean, we beat the greatest and strongest empire in the world and the Brits with basically, you know, uh, shovels and pitchforks. You know? So <laughs> it's incredible. It's incredible we did what we did against that uh, that powerful force. But, it sure is. Um, it, uh, the, the whole idea was, okay, if the government ever gets out of control, we're still going to have armed citizens that are going to fight back. So when you got together to make this movie, you've got Brian Bosworth and Molly Gray and Eric Roberts and uh, the Benham brothers. Uh, they all came together, and uh, you know we're we've created this uh, with this movie that uh, is uh, you know uh, I mean it's a showcase of what I don't know that it's a hundred percent happening yet here in America, but it sure feels like it's going to. Um, were was everyone uh, while you were making this film seeing that this is coming or felt like it could come or was everybody well, like, I ah, we're just making a movie. Well, you know, they've, they've been talking about it for years, really. I mean, it's, I mean, it's, but it's just accelerated in the last couple of years. So, um, you know, Patrick Johnson, the guy behind it, um, he's the one who wrote the book. He's the one that uh, put this whole thing together. Um, I think he just got tired of, like I said earlier, about the hypocrisy that goes on out there. And um, he wanted to give a little education and say, look, this is what's going to happen. What will you do to protect yourself? I mean, if anybody breaks into anybody's house in, the, in this country right now and you don't have a gun and they're definitely there to kill you and your family, what are you going to do? Yeah, you know, the 911 not going to get there in time. You would throw irons and lamps. You would throw anything and everything at these bad yes. guys to protect your family. Well, yes, if you had would. a gun. It might be a little quicker on the opposite side. So uh, I mean, we just know, had a story the last couple of days where a mother protected a home invasion with yeah. with her ARs. I mean, it's proof positive that uh, it works. Uh, you have to be able to protect your family. Clearly, uh, no question. And I read there was a story about a a robbery somewhere, and somebody in the store had a gun and took the guy out. <laughs> it's it's uh, yeah. right and, and it is a deterrent it, uh, there's no question about that and we have to be able to have that deterrent or we're lost we're lost as a as a people and as a country so the movie is the reliant um you can uh, check it out at the reliantmovie.com and you can uh, facebook and twitter it uh, at reliant movie at the reliant movie so kevin the last time i had you on uh you were promoting a movie but we were also talked about uh, uh the fires uh, in California, in your neighborhood, uh, how you holding up? I mean, where's the, things well, are burning we, again. We, what are you doing? We're we're living in Florida. We left. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, 
But I got to tell you, you got to hear this out because it's it's a miracle. I mean, that fire came through. We'd evacuate our house. We saw the flames come over the hill about 500 meters away from us. I'm watching the local news and at three in the morning and going, oh, my God, my house ain't going to make it because they laid down the streets and half my neighborhood was ablaze. And the house across the street from me went down, gone. The house right next to me down. The fire came up within three feet of my backyard and went around my house. I mean, it's a miracle. It sure and, uh, is. There's a fan. There's a family renting my house right now for the next two years, and we've been looking to move to Florida for the last two years. So we've been out here a lot. So I looked at my wife and I said, hey, these guys are going to take care of our mortgage for the next couple of years. Let's go to Florida and do a little house hunting. So we're renting out here right now, and we're uh, just looking around. We're going to end up out here. because I am a fan of Florida. Well, you know what? I just got a 13.5% raise by not being in California. No kidding. Oh. No kidding. And Brad, I think, I think you, when you put it down, you may even get a bigger raise than that. Uh, it may, it may be higher than that. I mean, it's, uh, I love the state of Florida. I spent years there, man. You will not be disappointed. It's, uh, well, we've been coming. I got family in Pensacola and West Palm. My wife's got a sister in Tampa. So we've been coming out here a lot through the years. But I think the movie we were talking about that time was Let There Be Light, which is out on DVD and Amazon streaming. So I highly recommend that one as well. And uh, I've got five new movies coming out over the next year and three documentaries. So busy you and I will man. be talking next, next spring as well, okay? We're talking next spring. You're a busy man. Thank you, Kevin. I appreciate it very much, man. Good luck with uh, All right, the, the Reliant. Reliant. Go to com. You got it. Thank you. the whole thing of everything tastes better with alcohol thing because it, it does. doesn't oh no no it does yeah, not because it does no no it's not well, it depends on alcohol don't put Cupcakes beer cakes is yeah, better with, with liquor booze. with it liquor yes. i know look look are they a client here yet huh? company that makes cupcakes with booze probably yeah that's a, and that's i love a... cupcakes with booze did i say that i to mention that one of my favorites no, huh? you just say that you did not like booze in I, cupcake. I don't I don't. But this particular company, I do. Their, their cupcakes with booze are the best. So, Wow, you sell uh, out. Well, I, I absolutely. <laughs> no, I have morals and scruples. Please. And all I've that known you for stuff. five years. I've not seen any of your morals at all. I think you need to look harder. I, I will. I think Starting you need today, to look harder. I will look at your morals and see what you got. Uh, you, no kidding. Because they're there. Over there somewhere. I have them. Hey, thanks for uh, subscribing to Chewing the Fat, by the way. Uh, if you go to theblaze.com slash podcast and just click on uh, Chewing the Fat, you can uh, subscribe on any platform. It gives you a plethora of platforms. So whatever platform you want, what warms your little heart, you can subscribe to Chewing the Fat on, okay? Now, if you are an, uh, you know, an iTunes, an Apple user, you can uh, rate and review this podcast. And I've made it pretty simple. All you have to do is uh, you know, rate it 20 stars and review it best podcast ever. Now, we do have some uh, rating and reviewing uh, going on uh, that uh, you know, have come up, uh, like uh, uh, by uh, Cheyenne Beef. Uh, mm. Caption, good beef, good fat. Mm. These podcasts are like T-bone, fresh, sizzling, and always has good taste. All Jeffy all the time. Jeffy should be on every podcast, but since he isn't, I only listen to this one and Pat Unleashed since Jeffy's on that one too. Can't get enough of the big guy. Oh, I love you too. 
Hey, you Mrs. skipped something Nizwan. on that first review. By Mrs. Nizwan. You, you missed something. I love something. you, too. I want you to go back now to that first. Now, this person. See that chill. listening to No, your mic is off. This person, rolling, ha- rolling HVAC, rolling HVAC, followed instructions. 20 stars, best podcast ever. Who's a good little listener? You are rolling HVAC. You are. What are you babbling about? Can you go back to the one that Cheyenne beef? Because right after she says, and always always has has good good taste, taste, period, Chris Cruz is a great chef. Huh. Where does it say that? Right there. I don't see it. There must be, I must have a glitch or something. A glitch on the printer? Oh, okay. Uh, I don't know what to say, uh, you know. I don't know what to tell you. My mind must have a glitch. Because I have a feeling that that's not really there. And you just put it there. Yeah, because I can do that. Because I can so absolutely do that. You barely give me credit for this show. And have the technology to go in there and change a person's review to just put, Chris is a great chef. Yeah, because I'm going to do that. I think, you know what, I think I think that's actually a racist comment. That's it. I just came up on my screen, and I see where it says, uh, always has good taste. Chris is a great chef. Keep up the good work. That's like, you know, you belong in the kitchen. And, you know, you're back, behind, you're back behind the grill. Yes, that's where yeah, I like to be You're back behind at. the grill. Well, that's where you belong. I know. And that's what, that's what uh, Cheyenne Beef is alluding to. And thank you, Cheyenne Beef. Cause that's, really? I, I, recognize, I recognize where I belong. Uh, do you? I just said that. Do you? I recognize where I belong. Okay. I know my place. And I know what I'm here for. I'm here to cook for you guys, clean, cut the grass, clean the pool, wash your car. There's, I just want to be clear. About, I want to be clear about a couple of things. There's a number of things that you just mentioned that needs to happen more in my life, and it needs to happen soon. Download and subscribe to more content at theblaze.com/podcasts. Have we talked about Jack Ryan yet? No, me and I mean, you. Me and you talked have. off the air, right? Me and you have talked. Off. So, if you haven't watched Jack Ryan on Amazon, uh, is this a spoiler? Do we need to give the spoiler alert or no? It's been out for like how a week now, right? Over a week. Over like yeah, November. it's been out for over a week. Yeah. They let November, it, yeah, yeah. They let it right after Halloween, before Halloween. The, day they let, before the Halloween. night before it was supposed yeah. to come out after Halloween. Yeah. They released yeah. it early. Never right? mind then. Never mind then. Yeah, you're it's right. It's been out you're forever. Right. Yeah, it's been out for a month. And, it's now. Only, and by the way, it's only eight episodes. Like forty minutes. So uh, yeah, yeah, forty-four I minutes. Most, I think maybe the first one is more longer. Well, yeah, you have to establish the storyline. Yeah. But uh, the rest of them, the rest of them, I don't know what they're doing. I don't know how much money they charged Amazon, but they charge just knocking out forty-minute episodes like it's nothing. Yeah, but it takes more. They just not go out there and record for 40 minutes and print. I mean, that's all they do. No, no. They usually, it's like a week of 12-hour days recording. My favorite part of the show, my favorite part, and, and I know that there were some reports about it being, uh, you know, this leftist rouge and coming after uh, coming after the right, you know, from some people around the network, Glenn Beck, Jason Buttrell. And, um, Wait, what was that? Uh, there's there some talk about uh-huh, uh, uh-huh. the, you know, how this – the Jack Ryan season two. Yeah, was it was against, like socialist. Uh, was against, uh, you know, was for socialism. For socialism and against, against com, them, uh, yeah. you know, Glenn Beck, Jason Buttrell. And uh, wow, I did not get that at all. At all. So either, either that says a lot about you or the two people you named are looking into the Jack Ryan too seriously. Way too serious. 
way and then these are the two serious. people that have been doing research for the last two months or three months about the ukraine right so everywhere they look it, it's, it, it's i know ukraine so they're and, already biased wouldn't you say that you're already biased looking into this mr beck and mr buttrell you're both testifying at the same time uh so anyway but my favorite part now you know that we go down and we like to we have listeners all over the world for chewing the fat yeah puerto rico and, and thank you uh, that's gone down, by the way. I looked the other day. There was at one point. Uh, did your some family members come into the states? Yes, because well, maybe yes, that's why they did. Yeah, so maybe that's why because <laughs> the the number went down, and I was like, "Hey, where'd Chris' family go?" And uh, a couple came here to Texas. Seriously? Yeah, Houston. That's exactly that's what happened. There. Yeah, a couple came to Houston. Yeah. Oof! What are they doing? In, is that is that the DJ guy? Oh, did you? No, 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 no. Did you, Freddie Cruz? No, did you, Freddie Cruz, being in krb for a long time so he doesn't count no he doesn't count. okay but the, i know that the, anyway puerto rico numbers went down and that's chris's family so uh you know i like that it gives you who listens and where you listen at the countries what countries listen and how many yeah, people let, let's keep them that way and my let's favorite that. what's that let's say that we only know their country don't be giving them too much information oh that's so we only know their yeah we only know their countries yeah. not their location no. or where they listen to or what time they listen to or we don't where they are no no absolutely we not. don't have the the Google Earth, Earth GPS maps. coordinate no, picture of the house not. that they were listening no, at or no. the automobile or what do you think this is Jack Ryan <laughs> so in the at the end of Jack Ryan this this is not a spoiler there's a scene where they're it's finally done. <sighs> the action is over. It's finally done. They captured the terrorists. Wrapping it up. And they you know, Jack is part of the State Department. Right? The State Department. And uh, you know, the the story that's been dug deep on with uh, you know, I don't know, Glenn Beck or Jason Buttrell. And Hydra. Uh, yeah. Just, Hail Hydra. Don't worry. You'll have another uh, Ukraine. Uh, the, oh, absolutely! Uh, the trilogy is not it. No, the trilogy well, there's is a not fourth it. one coming. Yeah, you're gonna have a whole. Yes. you're gonna have a whole DVD set. Absolutely, yeah. it's gonna be the next Star Wars uh, yes. series. Oh, <laughs> this is a Star Wars the next, series of the Glenn. Next Beck. Ukraine special is the prequel. Okay, it's not gonna be a follow up. What it is is the beginning. It's the beginning of the beginning. I That's exactly what it is. <laughs> and we all know Glenn loves Star Wars, so maybe he's taking a push. The, of, next, uh, the next Ukraine special is a prequel. It's yeah. the beginning of the beginning. Maybe he talked to Lucas and was like, hey, how did you get all this you know, storytelling? Well, Glenn, this is what I did. After the third one, I realized and we you've need already, and you've a already got Glenn. You've already got Glenn. You've got Jason, so there's no need for Ewoks, and you're good. You're fine. So they're on this ship. And they're, you know, taking deep breaths and it's over and they realize, you know, all the stuff that they did that they weren't supposed to do. Right. 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 And so uh, my one character, and you know, one of the countries that used to come up as listening to Chewing the Fat that I was I had, was never familiar with before I saw it on the list of listening to Chewing the Fat was Djibouti in Africa. I know it's Djibouti. I got it. But it starts with a D, so I call it Djibouti. They pronounce it wrong. They pronounce their country's name wrong. I, I can't. They're just dumb. I can't help that. But oh, uh, don't talk about your audience. Djiboutians. Like I know Djiboutians. I'm sorry. And uh, well, it's not there. I mean, they just live there. They didn't name it. 
Okay, but they should be. They should have an uprising. Djiboutians should have an uprising and add the D. That's what. That's what should start the uprising in in Djibouti is add the D. But uh, so he's he's saying, I'm just gonna. They're gonna transfer me to Djibouti. I thought, yes, I was so happy to get How about time to get, Djibouti to get a Djibouti mention. Yes, I know, right? I'm so happy we're just out of a stupid show that Djibouti got mentioned. And then I'm thinking, yeah, that adds to the listeners. Because when the military moved out of uh, Djibouti, uh, so did the listenership of Chewing the Fat. So apparently I pissed off some Djiboutians. And, uh, well, if they were there in the military, you didn't piss them off. No, they. I understand that. Oh, okay. But I was hoping maybe somebody in the military, you know, was out walking around. Maybe you know, had the the beatbox on their shoulder and did your booty. Well, you think and, this is the nineties. And yeah, and they're listening to chewing the fat. And some Djiboutians went, "Hey, wow, that's pretty good. What are you listening to? That's chewing the fat." Jeff Fisher, you ought to subscribe. And you know, a bunch of Djiboutians all you know rose up, and we got a big got a big fan club in Djibouti. Now that didn't happen. See, that's why I'm a little disappointed. Because you know what the problem is? Everybody's walking around with headphones on. Nobody knows what they're listening to. Man, do we need the beatbox days back. When are we going to get the beatbox on the shoulder days back? Nobody wants beatbox days on the shoulders back more than chewing the fat. Maybe.